0: G'day and welcome back to the Exceptional Sales Letter Podcast. Darren Mitchell here on another hump day, today being Wednesday, the 26th of May, 2021. And I trust that wherever you are in the world, you're having a very, very highly productive week so far. Hey, Just before we jump into today's episode, a quick reminder, a couple of things. One, if you can, please subscribe to the show if you have not done so. As yet, please subscribe to the show. That will enable me to let you know when new episodes are up and ready to be digested. And I think on the Apple platform, they might be changing it. So I don't think it's called describe subscribe anymore. I think it might be follow. So if you can follow, if you're listening on the Apple platform, that'll be greatly appreciated. And of course, if you can do me a massive favor as well and rate the show as well, whether it be a one, two, three, four, and hopefully a five-star rating, uh, maybe a comment as well to go with that in terms of what you're getting out of the podcast, that would be greatly appreciated. And it will help people just like you who are looking for inspiration, information, techniques, strategies, and all sorts of stuff around sales and sales leadership to more easily find the show. Because that's what we're all about, trying to get the message out as quickly as possible and as far as wide and wide as possible so that we can help sales leaders become even more exceptional in what they do. So if you're able to do that, that would be greatly, greatly appreciated. So in today's episode, I wanted to talk about decision making. Now, just the title of this podcast episode is just going to be simply, Just Make a, decision. And a clear expectation that people have of leaders, and this is no different to your team, to my team, to anybody else's team, is that they just want you to make a decision. It can be incredibly, incredibly frustrating when a leader is indecisive and suffers from what can only be described as a serious case of procrastination. Now, I'm working with a client at the moment, and she's got some really, really challenging situations with her one-up and two-up managers where they just don't seem to be, for whatever reason, be able to make decisive decisions. Now, it's, it's so frustrating because there, this this particular client is a person who has a huge level of responsibility. There's a lot of uh, money on the table in terms of what they do in terms of producing a product. For I won't go into the details, but they produce a fairly high quality, well, very high quality, but a high value, high priced product and there's a lot of decisions that have to be made in order for the production of those products to continue at the optimal level. Now, what she's finding is a couple of her senior leaders are very very slow in making decisions and some some of them are not even making decisions at all and it's just causing no end of grief and it's actually starting to affect the bottom line of her particular part of the business and there are questions now starting to be asked by other parts of the business in relation to why is production slowing down? Why aren't we hitting these benchmarks? what is going on, and for all intents and purposes, these senior leaders are deflecting the responsibility and coming up with all these different stories as to why things are happening the way they're happening without taking responsibility for making decisions. And I'm working with this client and she's just so frustrated in terms of what she can be doing around dealing with these challenges and trying to influence, upward influence these leaders to make better decisions. In fact, if they just made a decision, it would be great. And I know that you know, even not making a decision is actually a decision, but they're not making any decisions, which is, which is just really, really frustrating. And what's starting to happen despite my client's best efforts is performance of the team that she's responsible for is starting to... Starting to slow down, starting to drop. And in fact, she can see a time in the not too distant future where the performance is simply going to drop off a cliff. Engagement is starting to get lower and lower. So she's trying to, she's working her her guts out to try and make sure the engagement with, with her team is still high. And look, she's got a high level of respect. Amongst her team and they trust her implicitly, but the challenge is they see the lack of decision making at the senior leadership level, which is starting to have an impact on her and therefore how they are engaged as well, Which is which is not a good thing. So she can see the writing on the wall. And she's starting to see some attrition start to come in as well. So people are starting to take days off here and there. There's more sick days. And she knows that if something doesn't drastically change then we're going to see a huge drop-off in terms of people not wanting to be at this organization simply because some senior leaders are refusing, for whatever reason, to make decisive decisions. So as we've been working through there over the last, uh, last month or so, we've been discussing and dissecting the situation or, or trying to get an appreciation of the environment that uh, they're operating in, that these senior leaders are operating in, to try and get some context around what's stopping these people from making decisions. Now, one of the things that uh, we've been working really strongly on with with this particular client is we're always conditioning our team and always conditioning other people within our I guess our sphere of influence on how to treat us and how to deal with us. And through this, these couple of leaders pontificating and not necessarily making decisive decisions, they're starting to condition people within the organization that it's okay to pontificate, it's okay to procrastinate, it's okay to be indecisive, which is starting to have an impact on the culture now one of the things they are doing is they're saying one thing so what what will happen is my client will be in a meeting with them and they'll be having a conversation about certain things that need to be done to ramp up production or whatever the case might be around quality uh, assurance whatever the whatever the situation is and so what they'll be doing is they'll be saying one thing but then they'll be changing their mind and sometimes they'll change their mind within the meeting or what's happening a lot of the times is they'll change their mind within 12 hours so out of a meeting, they've agreed on a certain course of action, and within 12 hours, the leaders are changing their mind and either changing that course of action or putting a stop on that, on that course of action. They're talking a lot about accountability, and it's almost like they're, they're on their soapbox talking about how the team needs to be more accountable, and we need to drive more accountability, and I'm holding you accountable, et etc. et cetera, but they're not demonstrating a level of accountability. What they're not recognizing is that their team are watching them like a hawk. And when they say one thing and do something completely different, then all of a sudden the team is starting to think to themselves, well, there's, there's there's not any consistency here. So you're saying one thing and doing another. So which behavior do I believe? And I can tell you from experience that most people will believe the behavior that they see over and above the verbiage that they hear on the words they hear or the language they hear. So talking about accountability and not demonstrating it, is a huge red flag to this particular client. And through that what's what's being created is a is now a culture of frustration. There's now a complete lack of trust that the first the direct reports and therefore by default the team of the of the direct reports. There's no respect of of these senior leaders because they're seeing them do one thing and say something completely different or well, they're seeing them simply procrastinate and think that through the passage of time the decisions will almost make themselves Make themselves themselves make the decisions themselves, or they'll think that some by some miracle things will just happen without having to make a decision or without having to do anything outside of the ordinary. And so the lack of trust that's starting to develop within this culture is getting more and more intense, and it's really really sad because my particular client has worked her butt off to try and create a really good, engaged, highly engaged culture where people want to come in, want to do a good job because they see the product they're producing and how what an impact it has. On their marketplace and it's just being stifled by a lack of accountability and a lack of decision making at the senior levels and these leaders are also through their I guess lack of decision making they're not making now they're not backing their people so one of the key things around leadership is as as leaders we need to back our people implicitly we need to give them hundred percent trust and we back them to make the right decisions we implore them to make decisions because only through making decisions and in some cases making mistakes, Can we actually learn what works and what doesn't work so we can continue to get better? But these guys are not making decisions to the point where there's now, as I said, stifling the team through this indecision. So people are questioning why they're coming to work, which is just so frustrating. And so where we are right now with this particular client I'm working with is we're now in a position where she's, she's for all intents and purposes, the person that runs this particular part of the business. So she has some decision-making capabilities and we're now at a stage where we're using the old cliche it's going to be easier to to ask for forgiveness after the fact than it is right now to ask for permission to get the decisions in the first place so We're in a place right now where we've got a a framework for her to make some decisions around, and she's simply going to be making these decisions. And it's going to be a lot easier to then have the conversation and and almost beg for forgiveness if it needs to be, if the decision ends up being incorrect, than it is to try and get a decision out of these senior leaders. And she says, right now, the lack of decision-making has started to cost hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars. And if something doesn't happen, then this company is going to go down the gurgle very, very quickly." And so she said, the prize is too big to not make a decision. So I'm, I've got to do this. So we've been working on some frameworks in order for her to make some really, really bold decisions, but some decisions based on some common logic, some key business principles, and some consistency around those principles. Because that's, that's ultimately what teams are looking for. They're looking for some consistency in decision-making. Uh, but <laughs> before that, they're looking for decision-making. And what we haven't been able to gather yet is what's stopping these senior leaders from making these decisions. Are they... Are they scared about getting things wrong? Are they at the mercy of their senior, senior leaders in terms of just waiting to be told what to do? Or have they been instructed, for whatever reason, to create a holding pattern where uh, no decisions are being made and because there's something else that's being worked on? Now, none of that is obvious and none of that we can put our finger on because there's no sort of conversations that are being happening, but suffice to say, business has to continue. The projects have to continue to be uh, worked on. Uh, Products have to be continued to be delivered. Customers have to continue to be satisfied in terms of delivering those products and certainly delivering that value. So we're at a stage now where we're making some decisions based on some common business practices and we're backing those decisions out. In the last week or so when when that has happened, what she's started to see is her level of engagement with her team has started to flip around Uh, even though there's some work that has to be done still with the senior leaders. But her team is starting to get more engaged because at least they're seeing her make some decisive decisions, and the other thing is she can back those decisions with reasoning as to why those decisions are being made. So that's the key thing. As leaders, we must make decisions. And we also have to understand that sometimes a non-decision is a decision, and there may well be cases where that is required, and that's okay. But typically, we need to be seen to be making decisions. And once a decision's been made, we've got to back ourselves with that decision. It means we have to have some common set of principles in terms of how we base those decisions, and it depends on the different type of businesses that you're running or the different circumstances, but have some principles that you rely upon in order to make some quality decisions, but also have some consistency around what those decisions are. So once you've made a decision, don't change your mind. Make sure you've done the analysis, but be quite decisive on what the decision is you're making. And that may mean not having all of the information available to you, but having enough that you feel comfortable being able to back yourself and take take that course of action through the decision you're making. Because it's not about getting the right decision. It doesn't have to be the right decision, because people don't have to agree with the decision. And if you've been a leader for a while, you know full well that there's a lot of decisions you've made over your career where people didn't necessarily agree with it. But here's the thing. If you make a decision that's decisive and if you can communicate the reasoning behind the decision, the context behind the decision, the things you considered that were leading up to the decision and then you communicated that, then guess what? They don't necessarily have to agree with the decision, but at least they're comfortable that you had the guts to make a decision and to back yourself with that decision. They want decisiveness. That's what people are looking for. If there's a specific quality they're looking for in leaders, they're looking for a level of decisiveness and certainty because people want to be certain that they're in the right place with the right team moving in the right direction. So for God's sake, let's start making better decisions. So as a, as a leader, remember this. It is our responsibility, first of all, to define reality. We need to be able to look at the play and define reality, and that sets the benchmark. We've also got to be able to cast a vision for the future. And facilitate or lead a leader strategy or a level of tactics that will help us bridge the gap between reality and what the future was, look, was going to be looking like. And then it's about implementation. Now, if this is all about testing and measuring. It doesn't have to be right, but we have to actually be decisive. And that requires making a decision, which is exactly what your team is counting on and expecting from you every single day. So, where I left it with with my client for now is we've got some principles in place and she's now has a higher level of confidence to be able to back herself and make decisions. Now, what's really interesting in as a very, very small sample size, but just over the last couple of days, she's actually shared with me that some of her senior leaders are now starting to ask her some questions and taking her lead. So what's starting to happen, and this, this might be just a, <laughs> a blip on the radar, but I don't know. What's starting to happen is she's starting to lead the team and lead upwards, which is exactly what uh, her the senior leaders should be doing. They should be leading by example, but you know what? If not her, then who is the mantra that we're going with right now? So I trust that message resonates. It's really about, hey, just make a decision. Just make a decision. Make sure you do, the obviously, your due diligence. Make sure you've got some key principles that you use as a basis for those decisions, and make sure you obviously gather data to uh, to help you make that decision, but for God's sake, just make a decision. I guarantee if you, if you get better and better at making decisions and making quick decisions, and backing yourself and then testing and measuring and getting feedback on what's working and what's not working, that is one of the quickest ways to build a really, really strong reputation. It's one of the quickest ways to build great engagement, and it's one of the quickest ways to teach others to become more independent because what we want is we want people making decisions. This is what adults do, and certainly this is what leaders do in high-performing environments. So if that's not you right now, then your challenge for the rest of this week is to see how you can make a lot quicker and a lot bigger decisions and back yourself. So no more pontification, no more procrastination. Let's replace that with definitive decision-making or decisive decision-making. So that's the message for today. Let's start making some bigger, better, and quicker decisions. And if you'd like some help with this, obviously love to work with you one-on-one. If you are committed to taking your sales leadership to that exceptional level and if you are a really really good quick decision maker, then let's jump on a jump on a Zoom call. Let's have a conversation about how we can start working together as early as this week and help you take your sales leadership to the exceptional level within the next 90 days. Yes, it does require an investment. But if you are committed to taking your leadership to that exceptional level, I'm committed to helping you do that as quickly as possible. So I look forward to having that conversation. Go to leadwithdarren.com. You know, the dual pick of time. We'll have a conversation and let's start working together ASAP. So once again, greatly appreciate you plugging into the podcast and I cannot wait to share with you on the very next episode of the Exceptional Sales Leader Podcast. All the best.